0: and welcome to the Space Kid Podcast, where we are bringing the galaxy to your doorstep. I'm your host, Adrian, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Rohit Ja, a.k.a. Dad.
1: Greetings, citizens of the universe.
0: Today, we're going to be talking about Mars, or more specifically, the three Mars missions that are arriving at the Red Planet this month. And that amount of missions arriving at the Red Planet in... Uh, that close of a proximity of time is just crazy.
1: You're telling me that's not something that happens every day, you know, just random pit stop at Mars, a couple probes coming in, no?
0: No, because it actually takes eight months to get to Mars. So it's a very hard task. And the red planet actually makes uh, more than 50% of a failure rate on actually getting there. So that's a crazy thing that three missions to Mars are coming to Mars this month. And two of which are from countries that this is their first mission to Mars and they're just getting on the board for reaching the red planet.
1: So Ishan, before we get into all the different landers, probes, all the cool spacecraft that's visiting Mars, maybe you could tell us why are people interested in Mars in the first place? It's just a red rock in the middle of nowhere. What's going on?
0: So first of all, Mars is the second closest planet to Earth. Uh, It is second closest besides Venus, which is the closest planet. And Mars actually is the planet that uh, people on Earth can find closest evidence of uh, habitable conditions. So the theory is that if we can um, explore Mars and uh, turn it into a condition where it can be habitable by humans, then now we can become an interplanetary species and actually the majority of the probes have uncovered that Mars used to be a lush planet just like Earth. Is I right did now. not
1: know that. Wait, so you're telling me there's actually you know plants and vegetation that used to once upon a time live on Mars?
0: Yeah that's true.
1: I didn't know that at all. Okay that's pretty crazy
0: so the first probe that reached mars ever was the u.s mariner 4 probe and when was that and that was in the early to mid 1990s wow so
1: So even you know several decades ago we had the spacecraft knowledge to actually launch something and have it land on mars yeah so
0: but that that was a very hard task and there's lots of missions that failed on (laughs) mars too so um uh after we uh showed that landing and getting to mars is possible with the mariner 4 probe the u.s moved on to the viking probes which are probes that explored mars
1: and all these were probes that were launched by nasa
0: nasa and the u.s yeah got it okay and the next the next uh probe that reached mars that was from a different country was esa's probe Mm -hmm. But moving on, uh there were there are many more missions at Mar- uh Mars right now. Well there can you tell
1: me can you tell me before you get into the various missions, can you tell me what is the difference between a probe, a satellite, a lander? I mean, I I mean, you just mentioned the Mariner Four probe and the Viking probes. Well, what is actually a probe? Does that mean it probes atmosphere and actually lands on the planet?
0: So a probe is the name you want to use when you're going to try to classify um, all of it. A lander, the whole shebang. A lander, a orbiter, and a rover. So it's kind of the name for a, a spacecraft that's going into deep space or just into space.
1: Got it. Understand.
0: And a rover is actually the wheeled vehicle that can explore Mars while a lander is a lander that lands on a planet but it doesn't move around it. It just lands on a body in space. Mm,
1: Got it. Okay. And is the gravity on Mars such that a landed vehicle could actually move on the ground like a car would on Earth or is the gravity more like the moon? I'm not quite sure.
0: The gravity is such that Wheeled vehicles can move around, but landers cannot move around.
1: Mm, yeah, got it. Yeah,
0: that's that's kind of the point of a lander is to stay dormant and then yes, roving vehicles and vehicles with wheels can move around. That's actually Mars is entirely inhabited by robots and that's why NASA is sending so many rovers to Mars. One of the missions that's coming to Mars this month is a rover.
1: Okay, awesome. No, I can't I can't wait to hear more about the three special missions that are going on right now to Mars. So, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Okay, so the first mission I'm going to talk about is the Tianwen-1 Chinese Mars rover orbiter and Landers. Wow. So this one is, first of all, its name in English is Heavenly question, which is actually very meaningful and very accurate for spaceflight because what pushes us to explore is questions mm-hmm. Humans questioning what is out there in the stores. That's what pushed us to um, conquer and to actually launch people into space are wondering and Heavenly that's kind of another name for space heaven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So heavenly questions. Okay that's I got him. it. Yeah, I
1: mean it mm-hmm. is you hear those you know things like curiosity Mm-hmm. Which is the name of a vehicle that NASA used, I think, a, was, rover. a rover on Mars, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they sent and then to you Mars in
0: 2012.
1: In 2012, so you have a lot of vehicles, it looks like, take on the names of almost the mission itself, right? Yeah. So we're yeah. exploring curiosity and heavenly questions, which is the uh Tianwen one,
0: Tianwen, uh,
1: Tianwen one. Uh, vehicle it's pretty pretty cool okay so what else can you tell me about that one
0: so this mission is by the China National Space Administration CNSA and the probe uh, is developed by the China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation or CASC this mission is managed by the National Space Science Center or NSSC and it's very exciting because like I said earlier the mission is comprised of an orbiter, a lander, and a rover. So it's kind of like killing three birds with one. So you can go around Mars, you can land on Mars, and you can orbit around Mars.
1: The trifecta, as you would call it. So I guess, you, you gave me a lot of acronyms there, CNSA, CASA, uh, a, a lot of acronyms there. But tell me, when it comes down to it, what is China trying to do with uh, the heavenly questions, uh, um, orbiter, lander, Rover, um, probe. <laughs> yeah, orbital yeah. lander. What, what is, what's, what's its mission?
0: So first, one of the first objectives they're trying to accomplish with it is to uh, map and find the explore the geological structure of Mars as well of its, uh, as well as its evolution and its causes, which is done by two cameras on the orbiter.
1: Hmm. And why would they want to know about the? Geological structure and evolution. Any particular reason to
0: see the evolution of it? To see because the geological structure is mm-hmm. what's inside Mars. To see what what was like the evolution of it from the time when Mars was a green planet mm. to when it's a red planet right now.
1: Got it. Okay. So it's very cool. Okay.
0: And another mission of the Tianwen one probe is to study the attributes of the soil on Mars and the ice in it, which is done by raiders on the orbiters, the landers, and the rovers.
1: Hold on. Did you just say ice on Mars?
0: There is ice on Mars. It has solar caps just like Earth. Poles.
1: Wait, they have North Pole? Yeah. South Pole?
0: Yeah. That are both covered in ice.
1: Santa Claus? No?
0: Nah, not Santa Claus. Okay,
1: okay, so they got two (laughs) poles made of ice. Maybe
0: Martian claws.
1: Martian claws, got it. So you got two poles, ice caps, if mm-hmm. you will, on, uh, on the ends of Mars, and then uh, ice, I guess, embedded in the soil too. And yeah. that's one of the objectives. and the
0: reason why they want to study this is, again, to see what the soil was like uh, when Mars was a green planet, and to see what Mars was like, and to eventually see if life was supported.
1: Okay, so this rover is gonna go, I guess, sample the soil? It's got. Some, you said it had cameras to monitor the uh, well, elevation, but how is it actually going to dig into the soil?
0: It's going to. It's not actually going to physically dig in. It's going to use radars mm. to map the soil. Okay. So that's actually could be a more effective way because it's even more easily manipulate, uh, manipulatable. Okay. I guess by the computers and people on Earth than a sample because. If you're a sample, then you're trying to control a rover that has a sample in its hand, with a ten-minute delay, of your Mm,
1: command. I see. Is that why? Why ten-minute delay? Is that the communications path? Yeah. Wow. So that's why,
0: when rovers come to Mars or when they're going to Mars, it all has to be autonomous. They can't have any human interference because ten-minute delay.
1: Wow. You'd have to like
0: look into the future and then per. Uh, and then do the um maneuvers or whatever you need to do ten minutes. So it's got to
1: think for itself. Yeah. Elsewise, if it's in, if it's in a problem situation, it's uh, it's not gonna it's it's rely toast. on us. It's toast. Yeah. Okay. Got so it. Okay.
0: So the next mission of this um Tianwen One probe is to study uh what's in the rocks on Mars and the minerals on the Red Planet again for the same reason as the first and second objectives.
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: When this is done by spectrometers and a multispectral camera on the rover and the orbiter.
1: Okay. What is a spectrometer? You gotta you gotta tell me that. A multispectral camera. What is that?
0: So a camera and a kind of like a version of a radar. Okay.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: So this is done by the orbiter. The next task, which is to study the ionosphere, which is that ionosphere, which is a part of Mars's atmosphere. And the climate and the seasons of Mars. Mm. And this is done by two particle detectors that are on the orbital as well as the rover's weather station.
1: My goodness. This thing's got so many gadgets and gizmos on it. It could kind of detect anything. I know, yeah. Got it.
0: And that is, again, to see the effects of the weather on Mars. Wow. See what it did to the green planet.
1: That's a lot of, I guess, soil sampling geological work that's Mm -hmm. done and I guess they are trying to get a really good understanding of just what the environment of mars is currently like Mm -hmm. or maybe what it was once like yeah okay
0: and so the last objective of this um one 11 probe is to study the internal structure of mars and its magnetic field the magnetometers as well as the radars on the orbiter and the rover are dedicated to this objective
1: Okay. Wow. What a mission. What a vehicle. Pretty, so, pretty amazing.
0: The reason why they're doing the magnetic field part is because um, there's a theory that Mars lost its magnetic field, and that's what caused it to become, indirectly, a red planet. And a magnometer is kind of like a meter of magnetic force.
1: Rewind. What do you mean it lost its magnetic force?
0: So its magnetic field was lost. And that caused solar radiation to hit it, and mm. that eventually killed everything and changed the atmosphere. And that's that's the effects of what could happen to Earth if we don't take care of it. It
1: basically got microwaved, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, the lush green vegetation turned into a crisp crisp red burnt <laughs> donut. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, that's uh, so, pretty wild.
0: The specs of this probe, so just a recap of the specs, the mission name of, of the Tianwen-1 probe, so the name, the official name of the mission is Huoxing-1, and the duration of this mission that is planned is 207 days, 13 hours, and 40 minutes, which is very exact, it's planned. And right? again,
1: zero uh, living life forms on this on these uh on this mission. No. We're
0: not there yet, but we will get there. Okay. So what I what I meant by planned on the duration of the mission is that um the if the lander and the rover or the well lander or the rover or the um orbiter if it is in good condition, it will be set on an extended mission. Like Curiosity is on an extended mission. It's been to Mars for eight years, but its planned duration was only one or two Mars years. So it's on an extended mission. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. And so that happens to a lot of probes, even a lot of probes at Mars that are on extended uh, missions.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And so the orbiter will um, hopefully go for. Two Earth years and the rover will hopefully go for ninety sols, which is Mars days, and that's the planned duration for both of those. And
1: how many is ninety sols? What does that equal one to?
0: Um, maybe about eighty, ninety Earth days, around the same.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So a rock, the rocket that this probe is launched on is the Long March Five. And the launch site that it launched at was uh, in Wenchang, which is in China.
1: Mm. You know whether it's coastal or mainland China? or. Not I'm really pretty sure. sure
0: it's coastal though. We
1: should look that up on the map and yeah. see where Wenchang is. The
0: is. mass of the Tianwen-1 probe is 7,530 pounds. And these probes are actually, you could think they are... Um, Like, kind of tiny things, but they are actually much bigger than even a human. A human won't even match the satellite scale on it, the mini mini dish. Wow. So, this orbiter gets its power from solar panels, and so does the lander and the rover. And the landing site on Mars that the lander and the rover will land at is called Utopia Planitia.
1: Utopia Planitia. Did you just make that word up no Are you sure
0: there's a lot of different uh terrains on mars and they actually have very cool and interesting names mm,
1: that's interesting okay
0: like the arabia Daria.
1: wow you just made that word up dude didn't you no <laughs> Are you sure okay. i did not all right so um we heard all about china's wonderful uh tai space tan Pro- one Ta- one uh what else we got
0: so now we're gonna move on to the u.s probe and this is a big deal. It is called... uh, The mission is called Mars 2020, but the rover is called Perseverance. Perseverance, Perseverance,
1: Perseverance, (laughs)
0: Perseverance. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the mission is led by United Launch Alliance, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA, and the NASA Mars Exploration Program. Mm. The NASA Jet Propulsion Lab helped um, develop, and is another one of the leaders of the mission.
1: Wow, there's a lot of different organizations coming together for this one as well.
0: Yeah, so United Launch Alliance manufactures the launch rocket, the NASA is the manager of the mission and funding, NASA Mars Exploration Program, as you can guess, is part of NASA, and the NASA Jet Propulsion Lab is the people who actually did the testing and uh, made the probe, and they've actually made curiosity, insight, and uh, Cassini, Voyagers, a lot of the different, very iconic space probes. Got
1: it. Okay. Wow. So what's different about Perseverance than Curiosity?
0: So Perseverance, yeah, Curiosity is its predecessor. Okay. So it's pretty much identical, Mm. except it's it's improved in a lot of different areas. But Perseverance also now has a testing helicopter called Ingenuity which will try to test the aerial flight on Mars and it will actually fly up in the air like our, with the mini rotors. And it is going to be used as a scout for the mission and as a test flight. To see. You're
1: talking like a drone footage? Like yeah. once this thing lands, there's a little like baby helicopter that pops off the back of this. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable.
0: And so um, that's a really cool part. And Perseverance has a new and refined design from Curiosity but it's heavier than that. So there's a lot of new uh, items on Curiosity that include MOXIE. On Perseverance. Uh, yeah, Perseverance, excuse me. There's a lot of new um, scientific, in, uh, scientific experiments and instruments that include MOXIE, which is trying to filter the air into breathable air, wow. and many others.
1: MOXIE is the name of uh, like a... It's a little, of some sort. yeah,
0: it's an instrument, uh, it's a scientific instrument on Curiosity that is very On exciting. Perseverance. Perseverance. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, that's all right. Messing up all these names. Okay. So the Perseverance will have a new sampling and ch- uh, caching system. Okay. So it will take a sample of uh, the rocks on Mars yep. and they will actually cache it through a carousel, through its body, onto its back.
1: And when you say cash, does it mean kind of storage? Is yeah, that what you're talking storage. about? Okay, got it. So this thing is actually, unlike the Tianwen-1, mm-hmm. this is actually collecting yeah. physical rocks and geology from the surface of Mars.
0: Yeah, and the uh, this rover is fueling ideas for a sample return from Mars, which is There's a lot of different concepts that I could try to go in after the whole probe or maybe as an ending to this episode. But the idea is bringing a sample of Martian rock and soil back to Earth to be analyzed in real life by um, geologists and scientists. Wow.
1: So to do that, we need another vehicle. Yeah.
0: Can collect Exited,
1: collect, or collect the sample from Perseverance, and then exit, exit the atmosphere, yeah. mm-hmm. turn all the way back to Earth yeah. without blowing up. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's quite a journey. Quite yeah. So, what other uh, what other bells and whistles does this does this bad boy have?
0: So, the last bell and whistle that this um, this Perseverance rover has is its power source, which is an RTG, a Radioscopic thermological generator. RTG. So it's basically an ener- uh, energy generator that they use instead of solar panels because it's really efficient. It, it can be used night or day, so no worries about a dust storm, and its life for power generation lasts uh, 12 years.
1: Wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I guess that's a better reason not to use So I was always wondering, why did they just use solar panels on this thing? So okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it will land in the Jezero Crater region, Perseverance, or as I like to call it, Percy.
1: Percy, okay.
0: (laughs) So And it will explore the Jezero Crater region where water once flowed into a delta. Hmm. And it will also look for biosignatures, which are signatures of life, because bio is like plant life or human life.
1: Okay, interesting. Is that the reason why they picked this delta? Because it's maybe Mm -hmm. once thought of as being a lush wash uh, area for life yeah. vegetation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And just a cool tidbit or fact, before landing the science team from another NASA Mars mission called InSight, which landed in Mars in twenty eighteen, they said that they were gonna try to detect the entry, descent and landing sequence of the Perseverance mission using the InSight sensometers which can sense vibrations. And so even though it's more than 3,400 kilometers away from the Mars landing site, they would the team is going to try to detect the landing. And that's really cool. It's kind of like another probe reuniting with another probe and cool. hearing it land.
1: Long lost buddies. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome.
0: So, the na- here's a recap of the specs for the Perseverance Probe, or PERCY. PERCY. <laughs> the name of the mission that's official is Mars 2020. Mm-hmm. The idea came from NASA, and they got inspiration from Curiosity. This mission actually cost $2.1 billion, which was wow. less than Curiosity's $2.5 billion, because they could actually use spare parts from Curiosity for this mission. So the duration uh, of this um, this probe is supposed is planned to be one Mars year or six hundred eighty seven Earth days, and okay. that is planned again, so it could go on an extended mission because it has you know twelve years of this RTG mm-hmm.
1: power. Okay.
0: So the uh, the launching rocket was the an Atlas Five V or an Atlas Five Five Four One and. Um, those numbers stand for the first number is the amount of boosters on the rocket, so um, there was five boosters on this Atlas rocket. Second number is the amount, the height of the fairing. So the fairing was a custom fairing that was I think four meters, and the one. And fairing is
1: that that's that little eggshell that sits yeah. on the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. And Just trying to put it into daddy terms mm-hmm.
0: here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Daddy jokes. And the second the last number is the second the amount of engines on the second stage, which can be a one or a two. And in this case, on the second stage of the rocket, the top half, yep. there was one engine. Got it. okay. And the launch site is Space Launch Complex forty one or SLC forty one, which is in the Florida US.
1: Is that Cape Canaveral or is that somewhere other place in Florida?
0: So that is in Cape Canaveral, yes. It is, okay, cool. And the power again is by uh, RTG and the cruise stage, which is a disc that surrounds the rover as it's traveling to Mars, uh, uses solar panels to fuel.
1: Amazing, okay. So we got two ridiculously amazing uh, space probes and you said there was a third.
0: Yes. The third one is actually a UAE mission, and it's their first mission that is interplanetary. And this mission actually is 10 years after they launched their first mission in space. Wow. So very quick progress. Really
1: quick progress. And what's, uh, and what's the UAE's uh, mission called? What is the name of the space probe? Hope. So hope. Hope. Uh, I'm guessing they hope this thing goes successfully? <laughs> yes. Okay, so because... tell me more about Operation Hope, or uh, I guess the Space Probe Hope that UAE launched.
0: Okay, so the development and procedures of this probe are mostly led by the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center, or MBRSC, and a laboratory for atmospheric and space physics. The Arizona State University and University of California, Berkeley, helped... And the making of this probe while it was put together at the University of Colorado.
1: Wow okay.
0: Hope is the first Mars mission that will reach Mars this February 2021 and it launched on July in 2020.
1: Okay so wait you're telling me Hope was the first one that landed then comes Perseverance and then comes Tianwen one.
0: Well, Tianwen one was after hope and then perseverance. Oh, okay, got it. But the big thing is, hope is an orbiter. It's not going on to Mars. Mm,
1: interesting. That's why. Okay, got it. So tell me, tell me about why they're only doing an orbiter. What's the reason? for So
0: that? they're trying to understand weather and the climate of Mars and how it can change and really the atmosphere of Mars. With the first complete generating the first complete picture of Mars, but not. I don't mean that like in visual. I also mean that in seeing in your head, like hi. There's hydrogen here. There's oxygen here. There's carbon dioxide here. So I mean that um, literally and figuratively.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And so, just a recap of the specs of this mission. The name, the official name is the Emirates Mars mission. The idea came from a UAE cabinet retreat at the end of 2013. So they've worked on this mission for a long, oh, long time. That's uh, yeah,
1: pretty much a decade of thinking about, uh, hope, hoping Mars. about this hope. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the planned duration for this mission uh, is 208 days and 19 hours. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll probably go on an extended mission. The rocket that this launched on is an H-11A rocket, which is manufactured by Mitsubishi Heavy Mortars. So a car company making a rocket, eh? Wow,
1: okay. Well, I guess uh, you have uh, SpaceX, which is technically a car company yeah. in its race, yeah. right, Tesla? Tesla.
0: <laughs> so the launch site of um, this rocket is in Japan, mm-hmm. and the dry mass of this um This spacecraft is 550 kilograms. That's pretty heavy. Wow. The power that this rocket gets is two solar panels. Mm -hmm. So, pretty cool spacecraft. Um, A lot of different objectives for the different spacecraft, but they're all looking for one thing in common, which is um, figuring out what life, what Mars was like before, and if Mars can sustain life.
1: Wow, what an amazing set of Missions that all have to collide in the year 2021. That's mm-hmm. a, a traffic jam, but thank God uh, there's a lot of space in space. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. no uh, no chance of, uh, of collision courses, I guess, between them. But mm-hmm. amazing set of, uh, of missions for sure.
0: Yeah, and we're talking about these missions a lot. But the real story is just the red planet itself. It is such an interesting and amazing place. That's why we're sending so much missions to it. That's why... Uh, we're so focused on it, and I recently read a book about Mars, and it's really cool, and I'm learning a lot of stuff, and I figured that for our next episode of Space Kid Podcast, we should talk about Mars, and eventually, really, all the sol- the planets in the solar system, they all have their cool facts, and they all are just really amazing and unique um, places in space. And just a quick fact here, did you know that the last, the outer four planets in our solar system are all made of gas, so there's no hard ground on them?
1: What? Just a bunch of hot air. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Or cold air. Yes. Got it.
0: So that's a lot of stuff to cover in our next episodes, but for now, this is Space Kadishan signing off from my galaxy to (laughs) yours.